0: Back with another episode, Don't Leave Ted Judges Podcast. And my man Patty broke a skull. Patty looking good in the Batman. Shirt. Didn't know what else. Yeah,
1: buddy. Say. Gotta support, you know, stay up on the DC universe while everybody else is on, you know, Dick riding Marvel. Um, I'll be <laughs> over here representing Flash till the to the end days. Uh but I guess the really only the only thing I want to bring up here to sort of sort of start the show is not only you guys need to subscribe and keep supporting the way that you do? Tell your friends. I mean, you can't be just one person listening to an MMA podcast because I'm sure when the fights come on, you're watching them with your friends, your family, your brother, your sister, whatever. Tell them to listen to the podcast because we're fucking awesome. But I did want to bring this up at the start of the show. Uh, John Jones is slated to come back against Cyril Ghosn. And I'm bringing this up because last episode I sort of did an expose, or the episode before that, about John Jones and sort of his record and, and his triumphs and all these things. And we're sitting in this particular position where now he's a heavyweight, the division is wide open, Francis Ngannou no longer being the champion, and his first attempt at returning is Ciro Gan. I want to hear your thoughts before I go on any further.
0: Well, I uh, I don't know where you're going with this, but I'm thinking you're probably gonna. Uh, here's what I'm thinking. I think it would start at a lower, much lower-level opponent if I was him because Cyril Gon is technically sound. I mean, he might not have one-strike knockout immediately power, but he's got the speed to dodge your, uh, your punches, and uh, he's very technically sound.
1: Yeah, I think that in itself is going to be a, a challenge for John Jones where he's going to have to fight on the ground. He'll probably end up taking this fight to the ground. But I'm, I, that's where, exactly where I was going with it, Sam, is th- it's too much. It's too much to start because, right, mm-hmm. what you're telling us, UFC, is how much star power you believe John Jones still possesses. By putting him in an immediate title shot his first time in the fucking division is insane because if that's how you feel about John Jones, you should have did the same shit with Anderson Silva. When he went up to 205, they put him a, 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 against a bunch of scrubs, dude. James Irvin, right? Remember that fucking mm. guy? He, was the, he got slept so fast. And then Forrest Griffin, he made look like a fucking fool. <laughs> he did. And we're supposed to sit here and be like, John, jo- John Jones deserves this. T-. It's like, no, dude. Feel that way about more than one guy throughout the history of the UFC. They've awesome. been dick riding, and I'm going to use that term again. John Jones, since he was 23 years old and he beat up Stefan Bonner. Ever since then, it's been like, what about the deaf kid? You know what I mean? I'm thinking, what about Matt Hamill? Let's see him run it back. Let's see if John Jones can take him out like he was apparently doing in the last, in the first matchup. So now I'm
0: thinking now you got me thinking here because this never occurred to me before, but after listening to you here, uh, this John Jones is now, this is very interesting because they could be one of two things. Number one, they have a lot of faith in John Jones. They think he's uh, got the power to win this. They gave him a title shot immediately. Number two, maybe they don't think he's anything anymore. And this is, they're going to get as much money out of it as they can as soon as he steps in there. And True. a one-time thing, they think he, they, they just want to cash in on him real quick.
1: I think I think you're heading in the right direction, and it basically boils down to this. It's a win-win for them.
0: Exactly. It's a
1: exactly. win-win. They lose nothing if John Jones wins or doesn't win. It's almost better if he doesn't win. Almost better if he doesn't win, which I'm not mad at that. Mm-hmm. I mean – it's it's It helped me accept this fight a little bit easier. You know what I mean? Because you're sitting here and you're like, what about Stipe? Right? Where's Stipe? This guy's just floating around the fucking division. Where's mm-hmm. Tom Aspinall? You know, where's Alexander Rakic? Are these, I don't think he's a heavyweight. He might be a 205. But you get my point where it's like mm-hmm. there's all these guys that just kind of, they pop in and pop out, and they're still going to put all their eggs in the basket yeah. that is John Jones. It's weird, dude.
0: I tell you, if, if things keep up like it is, Jolton Almeida... Well, he'll be, he'll be up at the top in no time.
1: Yeah, I would imagine because it's wide open, and that's another excuse you could make to say, hey, that's why John Jones gets this title shot. The division's wide open, but he's been sitting in limbo for how long? How much training is this fucking guy doing when he's getting in all this legal shit too? You know what I mean? How is he going to be in the gym preparing for a guy who's easily, what, 40 pounds more than him naturally? And you're going to come in. John Jones has always been a big guy, and I'm sure he drops weight, cuts weight to get to 205. But he doesn't have the same frame as Cyril Gahn by any stretch. He doesn't have the same frame as Stipe Miacic by any stretch. He's not even the same size as Derek Lewis. You know what I mean? Like these guys are heavy weights, they will never make 205 ever. And you're going up against them because you can keep distance. And that's what's going to piss me off is if the same fight, it's exactly Cyril Ghosn versus himself. Hey, <laughs> punch, stay away, punch, and then stay away instead of actually engaging to any any degree because that's essentially been John Jones's career since he got the belt. All he's done is won by decision. Eight of his 11 last fights were by decision, and that was as a champion. Nobody wants to see that shit. Mm-hmm. Nobody's paying $80 to watch you beat up a guy for five, barely beat up a guy for five rounds. Tiago Santos was a pathetic attempt. You know what I mean? Tiago Santos was right there, had his leg, not got injured, right? So we can't sit here and continue to make the claim that John Jones is the best ever or even one of the top five. I'd put Dan Henderson over John Jones. Fuck this guy. Wow, this wow. kid deserves a beating in heavyweight, and I hope he takes one. I hope he doesn't ever reach the pin- pinnacle of he- uh, champion again. Hmm.
0: Well, I mean, certainly it would be very difficult to come in Just out of the blue after being off all this time.
1: Yeah, it's almost unbelievable. It's like, are you getting better fighting nobody? You know what I mean? You have to actually attempt to fight somebody. And uh, the the next thing I wanted to bring up is uh, uh, the McGregor return. Now, there's no slated date or fight set in motion yet, but John Kavanaugh and uh, John Kavanaugh essentially was interviewed for this article where he was talking about the potential for McGregor's return in summer. Now, like I said, I don't know if it was to you or just in my own head, but I had said that there's a good chance this motherfucker doesn't show up again until August. We're not going to see him for a while still, and they're going to oh, hype it answered. up until the middle of the fucking year. But as far as opponents, because here's, here's McGonor, McG- McGregor, McGonor, Uh Connor, I, I mixed his first and last name together, McGonner. doesn't matter. Uh, in his head, like John Kavanaugh said, it's, it's the matchup itself that makes the difference. It's not the money. It's not the pay-per-view buys. It's what matchup is the most intriguing for Conor. He's not going in there trying to make these other sons of bitches rich. That's what I would be thinking. I'm making you rich, dog. Nate Diaz wouldn't still, he still wouldn't be shit if it wasn't for the fact that he got to beat Conor once, right? Khabib got to retire off McGregor money. Khabib retired off, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Period, okay? He's, you want to know the three that he's talking about? Who is it? Justin Gaethje. Okay. Nate Diaz for the third. Hmm. And the last and obviously my most hated. You're fucking right. You're so right. Yeah. Because well, they can make a lot of Ch-
0: money on that Michael Chandler fate. I
1: know, but he could also get fucking knocked out so fast. <laughs> yes. yes. You know what I mean? Michael Chandler's too wild, dude. <laughs> He's too wild. Justin Gagey's too wild. He's not seen either one of these styles of fighters at all. McGregor is pinpoint. He's karate. He's from a distance. He, he takes his shots. He's, it's precision, it's speed. It's not power, it's technicality. And here you got these two guys that's not technical whatsoever. They just throw fucking hammers five rounds straight. You lost to Dustin Poirier. You know what I mean? So these two big stars, John Jones and McGregor, are really fucking themselves to be the possible, to continue to keep their star shining. You can't wait till August, McGregor. You have to be back by May at the very latest for people to still be like, he's got got it. This is his return. Because he was supposed to be returning against Poirier and didn't do well either time.
0: No, no. So are uh, we doing a third
1: return? Is this your third return? I would like to see the Michael Chandler thing, but then I'm also like, that's a fucking payday for that guy.
0: Oh, definitely you know I mean? a payday. That that that. Mm-hmm. I think that might be a way for them to make, like, you know, maybe a top three matchup for him to get the most money, for them to get the most money out of the fight.
1: Absolutely, him versus and Chandler. It, and Nate Diaz would be the best option as far as. Uh, like selling the fight because it's already been done and people want to see this again and it's a way to get Nate Diaz back in the thing. But real fans like us, I could give a fuck about him ever fighting Nate Diaz again. I don't care about that at all. It means nothing to me. It didn't mean anything to me the first time when he came in in 11 days or whatever the fuck excuse it was. You had to do it. Stop trying to impress us. That you did it on short notice, Nate, when you're always training, always trying to fight somebody in the streets, in the fucking locker room. You're just always ready to go type of guy. So you're not impressing us by coming in ready to fight in 11 days. Anybody else could, but not Diaz. I will say I would like to see a Nick Diaz return. That 170 division could use a guy like fucking Nate Diaz. That 185 division. A Nick Diaz versus fucking Colby Covington, dude? What are you talking about? That's not a pay-per-view? Yeah. I mean, that's hot. Let's, Let's go. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, Kamara Usman, Nick Diaz, what are we doing? You put Nick Diaz in there anywhere, he's top. Because the guy's like 36 and 7. He's got a dumbass record, dude. Fought forever. And he's a problem for everybody. And what I learned about these two brothers, dude, is they don't fight because they enjoy it. They fight because they have to. That's how they were raised. They grew up that way. That's why you see them do that, all that taunting shit. Because it's, it's a schoolyard fight to them. It's a bully picking on them again. But then yeah, they, when you see them out, up. bro, they're sweet motherfucking boys. They're nice as they could ever be. I swear to God, they shake your hand. They're cordial. They're nicer shit in real life. But in the cage they're there, it, it is. It's going back to being a kid, being put pressed up against the wall. Now you have to fight. So when he connects, when Nate connects and he throws his arms out like that, that is what you would do in a schoolyard fight. You still want to keep going, but you're getting paid for it now. You know what I mean? Real fighters, man. I can't be mad at him, but Nick Diaz needs to come back before it's too late. Jorge Masvidal needs to come back. There's a lot of these fighters that are just hanging out because they got a badass paycheck. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that's going to suck the sport dry. People making too much money, taking too much time off, and they become irrelevant. You're not Eminem. You know what I mean? You can't leave for four years, come back, and put out a fucking number one selling album. It's not going to happen. Paulo Costa. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to forget and stop giving a fuck about you, Michael Chiesa. It doesn't matter anymore. Rashad Evans. You can't keep, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's all these. Paul
0: guys. upset that uh, he's passed in the rankings by, by uh, below Muhammad. Well, as much as I don't give a shit about him. remember the decision, Muhammad,
1: at least he's <laughs> been fighting. You know, he's yeah. he's, he's, he he's has been, been fighting been and winning. So. Uh, dude, here's the sad thing many people could break Donald Cerrone's fucking record if they just fought more often. So many guys are like, nah, he doesn't want to fight me. He doesn't want to fight me. It's like, no, everybody wants to fucking fight because they need to eat, dude. What, do they have a side job? You better hope. Never. Not everybody has a fucking best-selling whiskey like Conor McGregor. And what a weird thing to be like a, a, a fight guy. I was like, here's whiskey. Like, that's uh, so untrustworthy. It's like uh, O.J. <laughs> o. Simpson trying to sell you gloves. <laughs>
0: yeah. Or Pep Boys trying to sell
1: Ooh. Yeah, there you go. But, <laughs> so, uh,
0: dude, go- uh, I uh, just want to say... Um, the last two weeks, I've been watching this power slap, Dana White's power slap, and uh, it comes on after AEW Dynamite. So I've been recording it, and then watching it the next day because it's on at like you know ten o'clock, eleven o'clock. So right. um, all right, there had to the fights the first week, last week, and those fights were to get into the house.
1: Oh or, my god!
0: Or he goes, or um, some of these guys that won, they're not getting straight in the house. They'll just bring them back. Well, this this is footage from like March of last year, so this is some old ass footage. But Dana White sitting there watching. Now, though, the thing I first saw of this fucking slap thing, I'm thinking Dana White must have saw the same exact thing because he's raided these people, like the people that were like the champions of the of the shit. I watched all the hotel room. These are the guys he's got sitting with them that are going to be coaching the coaches of the house, and uh, he, he's using the footage from that league. From like the hotel room footage and shit. All right. So anyway, watch it last week. You got some interesting characters. You got Slap Jesus. Got the fucking long hair. You know the Quay Guita looking motherfucker that right. they can slap. And uh, anyway, he he's in the house. All right. Well, he's now in the house because he had to fight again this week. And everybody's okay, bitching hold because on, some. Let me ask
1: one thing. All right. Is there a division situation? Yes. How does that-
0: there actually is a division situation.
1: Do they have to make weight?
0: They, you know what? I have no clue about that. They never mentioned anything about making weight whatsoever. I like it. But there are divisions. So. Okay, so
1: the big guy can't smack the littlest guy.
0: No, apparently how do not. They, how do they
1: decide? Hand size? That'd be interesting. <laughs>
0: right? Well, funny you mentioned that. I'll. I'll uh, anyway, I'll, I'll get to that. But So uh, this episode that came on, I was watching it right before we started. And halfway through, I'm like, okay, it's... I need to go get my shit ready to go, set this up to get recording. And here comes on my screen, Mitchell Sipe. Do you remember this guy? It's like Mitchell Sipe. Wait a minute, I've seen this fucking guy somewhere. This name is very fami- familiar. S-I-P-E? Hmm? Mitchell Sipe. S-I-P-E. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: I know the name. Uh, is he a big guy?
0: Yes, he's a heavyweight. Okay, he's the one that right. ran his fucking mouth talking shit yeah. against Usman and didn't do anything. He hit him a good a couple of times.
1: Oh, didn't do anything. I knew, I knew it was him, dude. I was gonna say, is he is he not white? <laughs> like he, he's so, something else, right? And now I know exactly who you're talking so, about. He wasn't like, even good at talking shit. Well, he ran shit. his Into- mouth,
0: like, yeah. So so they, dude, this motherfucker's on there. So he comes out. He uh, the fight and get get in the house. His first fucking smack. I mean, he knocks a dude clean the fuck out, dude. It was it was beautiful. It was just a smack. Dude is fucking gone. Mitchell, wow. it didn't even look like he even fucking tried. You know, into the house, Mitchell site. And I'm like, dude, I gotta keep watching because this...
1: sister <laughs> must not have anywhere to live because he just <laughs> wants the reality TV shows to yeah. have a place to stay.
0: That's what I'm saying. This has got to be the only motherfucker because, you know, of course, they got that medallion with the UFC thing on it, the, the octagon on it. Now they got a medallion that just says slap on it. This has got to be like the only motherfucker on the planet that's got one of each. <laughs>
1: you know what I mean? Insane. So, Insane.
0: But uh, you know, this episode, they show him... Being introduced to the house, they all moving in there. And um, I'm just running my mouth fucking talking. But, you know, it's a very beautiful house. You got the nice pool, the bar, all that good shit. Are they in
1: Vegas? Yeah, they're in
0: Vegas. The slap fight fucking shoes. But they took them out of the house into uh, the institute where they measured their fucking hands. They had them squeeze shit and measured the... Dana White's like, you know, this has been run... Kind of like it's underground. We're going to turn it in. We're going to pioneer it and turn it into a science. So, all these I, damn machines measuring their force of the smacks. So, this
1: is, okay, <laughs> let me stop you right there. This is another reason that makes it hard to believe that Dana White really knows what's going on in the UFC. <laughs> How do you have your, you know what I mean? He's all over the place doing he these things. all over things
0: the place.
1: And he's like, we're going to f- look at the slap fighting stuff, guys. We could, we could really, we could blow this stuff up, huh? Yeah, yep. well,
0: you know what? He, he saw it just like I did. He said, Yeah, I was sitting at home. I saw it and I was like, Wow, it's got 350,000 views. Insane. Boom, he's yes. in on it. I, any, I mean, any attempt to make money, he's, he's fucking there.
1: And I'm not mad at that. <laughs> the thing I like, though, that is most impressive is the fact that he did take it to a scientific level. Like, how, what makes a good slapper? Yeah. You know what I mean? What makes a durable hand? All those things very interesting. Yeah, and he's like, like,
0: After we get all these measurements and, and things like that, we're going to come up. With a uh, a workout routine to get the maximum slap slappage out of these people. Are you telling me right now there's
1: not going to be a, ro- uh, a stretchy band around somebody's wrist as they swing it forward?
0: <laughs> Who you knows? Know what I'm about? Now they just got like a punching bag type machine. You fucking smack and it tells you your force. Or they have something also. You put your hand against and push. Hell, they had something oh. you put your fucking chin against and push to see how much force your fucking chin could hold. I mean, they had I was measuring That's all kinds of That's another interesting thing dude. too
1: is like how fucking strong nuts. is your head to take a slap?
0: <laughs> it is fucking nuts, man. dude I'm they, surprised they
1: don't have them like strapped in like some sort of a chair so they can't move their head at all. They too
0: to. Right. I was talking <laughs> about <laughs> that. They ought to strap their arm. feet down because you can't uh, you can't pivot while you're smacking someone. But they well, do it all. What, the time. What fucking I think
1: time. we both notice when we watch it is the slap that comes. Just below the ear onto the, uh, the where the like the palm gets to the chin. Mm-hmm. That slap that like shakes the ear over this direction is what puts the boys to sleep. So if you can move your head just a little bit backwards and catch it on the front of the face, you're good.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're, you're good. maybe.
1: Yeah, maybe. Also, maybe. Because I we me and my boys, we used to get drunk and we'd stand in a circle and, and progressively slap each other harder and harder. So I've I've done this sort of a game. I get it, but it came from a place of uh, you know. A drunkenness, right? Yeah. So, this had to have started with some guys like, You want to arm wrestle? And, they start arm wrestling. and he slaps him once. He's like, That wasn't shit. Do it again. Bang. And he says, All right, now you do me. And then it becomes a fucking thing. The other guys in the bar are like, Holy shit, what is Steve and Brian doing? Slapping the shit out of each other. <laughs> Let's get some points on the board, dude. Yeah, so well, the it gets knocked out and he dies because they don't know how to bring him back.
0: Well, I <laughs> will say that this has uh, three rounds in it. The judges judge, which they didn't show any of the judges. We got Sal D'Amato or somebody out there. But, uh, like, the one I watched before, it was, like, one of them went to, like, 24 fucking rounds, and then they still, they were like, all right, that's enough.
1: Just okay, stop do they it. Show, it's ridiculous. Do they show, like, on The Ultimate Fighter, these guys is, like, home? Do they get to take a home video? Like, this is... Nah,
0: I haven't seen... Life, my kid, they, my They dog. just walk out while they're, like, talking about where they're... um, Like, one dude's like, yeah, this is going to change my life. They had one guy on there a little while ago who was like, yep, yeah, yep, me and Dana White's going to be hanging out in a yacht after this, making all kinds of money. You no, know, just basically this... Talked themselves up, but
1: That's uh. Important. Speaking uh, of riding in Dana White's car, <laughs> I watched a Kevin Lee documentary that was super sad, super sad in the sense that this guy was obsessed with Khabib. Did you realize that every time he got interviewed for anything, he talked about Khabib?
0: Well, I knew he's and like I, taking him out to dinner, and all kinds. Of, he was like trying to damn this to get him to come back,
1: bro. No, no, I'm talking Kevin Lee. Kevin Lee. Oh. Kevin Lee right. was obsessed. With Others other with Dana
0: White.
1: <laughs> no, he wanted to ride in Dana White's car like Connor did the day he got signed. So Kevin Lee would bring that shit up. He's like, "I'm as good as these guys." He tried to talk shit like Connor. He even used some of the words that Connor used talking shit to Michael Chiesa. Remember when they started to fight up there? Uh, the obsession with Khabib though was so insane that it, it literally popped in my head right now when you were saying riding in the car because I was like. <laughs> Kevin Lee, Kevin Lee. What a special guy he was too when he was around because as soon as he left the UFC, he signed with Eagle FC. <laughs> he fought for Khabib. What the fuck. Oh, great. As a dork. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: But well, yeah, the slap, slap fighting definitely sounds like a new it's going to bring in a lot of the guys like us that really enjoyed mm-hmm the original ultimate fighter and how that all went getting into the house by knocking a guy out through the slapping fantastic let's do that i want to know the science behind this you know those dummies that they use like hit kicks and shit on got a
0: dummy in the house smacking (laughs) the face just
1: yeah just a big dummy smacking his head uh but when you go through the house you get to see these personalities it's a little unfair that Mm -hmm. the the side guy gets a second chance to be a dork but Whatever I mean I'm sure he's gonna be on some weird alternate reality or show even, uh, of A fighter
0: for the first time in any of his shows Dana was saying they even uh, they actually picked the alternates also and put them in the house so the alternates are living there too
1: Is there a dentist on site
0: They needs to be
1: I tell you what it, some it?
0: shit was not fair because like okay a motherfucker um uh, did what they called stepping he pivoted with his feet moved his feet when he smacked hit the other guy the other guy goes down but he gets back up he's ready to fight he does the same fucking thing knocks the other guy out what they do they disqualify him give the win to the other dude he got knocked out but then that guy not medically cleared so they bring the dude into the house it's fucking crazy it's um almost like you're kicking somebody in a fight you kick him in the nuts and so that guy is uh wins but you're brought in the house because you medically bust his balls and he can't can't compete, so right. it doesn't make any fucking sense.
1: I mean, if only they go back to that with the actual uh, ultimate fighter would be fantastic, but I'd imagine when it came to this slap thing, they had too many people trying to compete, whereas specific weight classes in MMA, there's just not going to be enough. Or the guys that want an option, an opportunity are one and you know, 57. Like, fucking- what, what are you still...
0: I'll tell you, I'm just um, intrigued by Mitchell Sype in this fucking thing because it's like, how do you go from The Ultimate Fighter to this shit? I yeah, mean, but how there's far also no way to
1: He hasn't <laughs> fought since The Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. That's pretty clear. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's yeah. no way. He's too busy trying to get on another show. Oh, like, if you had enough personality, you know, like, uh, what fucking Jamie? I don't know. There's a Jamie guy I was trying to reference. The blonde kid from The Ultimate Fighter. You remember him?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, Jamie I'm something really,
1: or other. If you have a personality like that kid, fine. Come back. But you're just slapping guys, and then you try to talk shit to what? Marcus Green? The crochet boss? <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. You lost to him as well. I mean, that's the worst. To lose to a guy and, and you know, Mr. Handsome or some shit.
0: Like, Damn, now, i tell you what. Does this guy have, like, some dirt on Dana or something? Because... You know, he was on the ultimate fighter, he lost. And then he, you know, he was before then, he was on the contender series and lost too. This is Dana White's third chance of with this guy. Maybe he's got a real hot girlfriend, Dana White wants to keep him around. Right.
1: I was going to say it's probably cuz Dana White has no idea who he is. <laughs> he's forgot every time. He saw the kids fucking, you know, application, he's like, "Oh shit." This guy seems pretty talented. Let's talk to him. No, uh, the other guys involved in the show know exactly who it is. Dana's clueless. He's like Mr. Magoo. Bring him in. He's got talent. You're like, he did this twice already.
0: <laughs> I don't Maybe know. He's he's it, it, it's, it's wild. I don't know. I got, hey, you know I got they should get, seeing, Sam? It's the Ray only Rice. time I will ever get excited by seeing Mitchell. So <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute, that guy that talk shit's coming into the house? What the fuck? <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know what. Like I you said, I, he wasn't, did, wasn't even good at me. Him. It was, like, yeah, slow.
1: Uh, <laughs> did you hear what I said, though? Who they <laughs> was, should get? Was, who's that? Ray Rice.
0: Ray Rice. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want a murder in the house. <laughs> the, from Who else is pretty well known defense. for...
1: Oh, Will Smith. How about that?
0: <laughs> oh, Dana's wife in there. Put her in the fucking house. <laughs>
1: she had some nasty form. <laughs> yeah. i telling you, she cleaned that man's yeah. bald head. Man, oh, hey, a- The Diaz brothers. Stocked and slapped. Let's their, go. their punches look like smack really you right know, so. absolutely it looks like somebody throwing toothpicks or you know q-tips at you
0: so let's get into this event that took place man out uh in in brazil it's two, ufc 283 and uh yeah this first fight was two unknown guys and it was kind of a slugfest the first round was like a slugfest the second round is Oliveira with this spinning back fist he threw like three of those in. One one landed pretty good, but then this uh, Daniel Marcos just started kicking the shit out of the, out of the guy's body, and that was, I mean, I think he damaged him in the body. That was pretty much the, uh, the end of the fight.
1: Yeah, I don't have anything to add.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's fine, man. Fucking the next fight. I mean, he could have went to sleep on this. This is uh, it actually wasn't bad. This this no, this wasn't bad at all. Is there, just... the, the Santos actually looked. Look good the first round using her size, throwing in some punch. I, th- I thought it was going to be close to being over. I'm like, holy shit, I was wrong. Nunez she stayed so calm, too,
1: but she got tired. But
0: she got tired, exactly. Nunez ended up turning out around. Damn, that was a huge height advantage that uh, Madness, Santos had. Dude,
1: this was unrealistic. Unrealistic. But remember, Nunez took the fight. So she knew what she was getting herself <laughs> into. Uh, next up, Warley Alves, Nicholas Dalby uh nicholas is uh dolby's return you know as you as you previously had mentioned uh warley came out though looking determined he looked like something was on the line man on a mission type of situation and uh unfortunately it didn't work out for him a lot of uh whiffing punches you know punching uh dolby when he wasn't there <laughs> uh decision win for dolby
0: yeah you know when i watched that i was like hell i don't know this is kind of back and forth i really yeah. i had no clue who won that That would have been tough to judge. The thing I think the judges
1: noticed most was that Worley threw a lot of shots that put him on his own ass.
0: You know what I mean? (laughs) Like those
1: missing (laughs) kicks and punches were like, stop falling.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dolby's breathing all crazy.
1: Well, I think both of these
0: guys (laughs) could
1: benefit from a weight class change. You know what I mean? Like go up or go down. Either one of you. You know, Worley's, they're both a little shorter for the division, which I mean, it is only 170, but – Imagine uh, a Dolby's power at 55. Imagine uh, the speed at 185. Either way, uh, next fight, you got the hype train. Uh, Terrence McKinney coming in against Israel Bonfim. And. This was an execution, my friend. This was devastating. Wow,
0: dude, shocked the fuck out of me. How good are these damn Bond fiend brothers? And, Holy well, shit! Well, we had
1: I had talked them up because I knew the fucking last name. I didn't know which one was which. The, obviously, this one's this is the brother. He's the newest one. He hasn't fought in the UFC. This was his first attempt, and he came in and shocked the fucking world. And dude, as perfect as it gets, he d- <laughs> that was such a perfect knee that that Terrence McKinney defended the other knee. <laughs> Like, it was he blocks, you know what I mean? So perfect, beautiful work, man. The kid, these kids are amazing. And I feel like we talked about this a little bit offline, off, off mic, or whatever, you know, on Instagram. And uh, we were talking about a McGregor kid, we were talking about a Khabib kid. And I was also thinking, what about Dana White's kids? Because if Damn. there's anybody you make a universal soldier, right? It's your own kid of the organization that you run, right? Like, if that's my kid, he's the best. It's the Marinovich project, right? We're turning this kid into a fighter from day one. He's doing the fucking the Conor McGregor thing like this that he does around his body at two <laughs> years old. Let's go. Let's get loose. Let's, go, let's let's hit the bag, kid. We're skipping school the next five years. Well, me, be a of course, he,
0: he, he's got to hook up to every uh, you know famous <laughs> trainer around.
1: So. A famous fighter. What do you yeah. mean? I'm, I got GSP in here training my 40-year-old. What's up? I'm yeah, not I'm that's... not getting Faraz as a hobby. I'll take GSP. <laughs> Fuck the coach. <laughs> Bring me the guy who's been in there in the last 10 years.
0: Hell yeah, man. That Those guys got the up. I mean, they can go practice in the actual octagon whenever they want to. Bro. But uh, instead, they're watching their mom and dad smack each other.
1: Could you imagine, though? I mean, Dana White, if he has a daughter, he has the real potential of taking over the female division in the next 10 years. <laughs> I'm dead serious. <laughs> it's that easy. <laughs> she just be trained by our mom yeah no, no, no. dude here's what's crazy I've been watching those YouTube channels about the MMA stuff right now of course guys we're gonna go off on a little bit here because we don't have fights this week again unfortunately but uh, these MMA channels will sort of make the same jokes that I do about female biders and divisions <laughs> like there's nothing here there's nothing to even watch it's pointless what a, What? A, you know there's only two. Prominent females right now, and it's Shevchenko and Nunez. Everybody else, dude, it's the flyweights, too. Flyweights fucking stink, dude. It's bad, bad. Like back when they were talking about canceling it, it was still okay because you saw the Irish takeover. There was still that fucking real Patty, whatever his name was, getting finishes and shit, and then just quits. Like, ridiculous. There was, there was like four or five better. 125ers than there are now. It wasn't a lot, but it was a little bit more. And then since the talk of the division being shut down, they all kick rocks. Mm-hmm. And I get it, man. Gain 10 pounds. Imagine 135 with guys like Figueroa and Moreno. You're telling me you can't hang? Why? It, that guy has 10 pounds on you. That's not 170 to 185. That's not 185 or 205. That's 10 fucking pounds. Yeah, right? You, you do so have a couple, it, a couple
0: sprinkled in there that may have potential, like, uh... At Flyweight? Uh, non-florat.
1: Okay. Oh, females. You're talking yeah, females? Yeah, right? I'm talking about yeah, females. No, you're right. There's... But that's the a thing. Couple, not females, those good females, dude, they don't get the push that they should, like a lot of males do, and they get stuck fighting somebody and end up getting a yeah. decision loss. And then they fucking... Yeah, they like win Tracy by Cortez.
0: Why is she 13th? Bring her ass on up the rankings a little bit. Have her, yeah. have her fight up. Macy Barber, take whoever that Aaron Blanchfield and push them oh. to the top.
1: <laughs> that right there, Tracy Cortez versus Macy Barber. That's a head. That's a headline card. I put that as a headline and I watch for sure because they're both well enough known names and you know, they're going to fucking come after it. That's all you have to do at this point as a female fighter. But um, let's continue on, man. We got a decision win here for Cody Stamen.
0: That was you know? boring, man. That was such a boring fight.
1: I know. I know, and honestly, didn't feel like he was winning, and he also because I didn't feel like he was being aggressive. It's like I
0: was was about to say, it's like he wasn't even trying.
1: Yeah, I don't just just (laughs) basically hanging by the fence. Then he go to the middle, shoot for a takedown. It was uh, it was boring,
0: dude. The next dangerous heavyweight is a guy that's moved up, Jilton Almeida.
1: Wait, wasn't this guy supposed to go to two hundred five? Almeida. Yeah, yeah. Apparently,
0: apparently staying at heavyweight now.
1: Okay. And I think that's probably because the UFC said, hey, dude, here's these dollars. Stay it, at this th- because we have no one.
0: Yeah, apparently he moved up to heavyweight and did so well, that he's hanging out there. It's going to be. His I mean, addition. there's a couple
1: guys you could see. Like, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing a Nikita Krylov at heavyweight. You know what I mean? Maybe a Volkan Uzdemir at heavyweight. Get some of these guys that had their run at 205 up to 225. You know what I mean? Gain a few pounds, guy.
0: But, yeah, he's been very successful at heavyweight. He's, he's looked fucking fantastic. The guy hasn't lost since 2018. So, I mean. Oh my God.
1: that's that's God. That's a long time for a guy who's been changing divisions even. You know what I mean? Being able to do that and be successful is insane.
0: And he looks so quick. And he's powerful as shit. And <laughs> he,
1: You know what? I wonder what he looked like at five.
0: And he, he took a big right hand at the start of the fight. Just shook that off. Slammed the hell out of the guy. Used some hammer fist.
1: Well, he's got it Parker Porter next, so
0: <laughs> he's already beat
1: him. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like it's just going to be some nobody again. It's like give him a yeah. little a bit of a push, man. He can obviously hang.
0: Yeah. And this next fight uh yeah. Bonfim feme, brothers, you know, 49 fucking <laughs> he, seconds.
1: <laughs> he did it on purpose. The brother did it on purpose. He saw his he saw his kid brother fucking put dude away, so he's like
0: See, you remember oh, these guys because they were on the Contender series together. One of the they guys were still was bragging him up. Was it only one? I was only one.
1: Yes, I think it was uh, Gabriel. Hmm. Gabriel oh. came to, through the Contender series, and for some reason, they both just got signed. You might have to look that up so we're not incorrect, but it is just a podcast, yeah, so sure fuck it what, you know, we can think whatever yeah. we want, honestly. <laughs> but uh, I'm almost positive they just signed him. He didn't do the Contender series, and he came on and fought this Terrence McKinney right out the gate. Like they fed him to the wolves. They were thinking. Let's
0: see, let's see. Uh,
1: but it went the other direction.
0: Yeah, he was on the contender series uh both back both in September. Brothers
1: went on the contender series.
0: See if the other brother was on that sign out real we'll quick. only take a second. I mean, this show is basically fucking live.
1: <laughs> right. But
0: uh yeah, they were both on the same card. Both on Okay, so that,
1: that is the second time though that, that they've had uh brothers compete on the same on the contender series. So I don't I didn't I remember the last name, but I couldn't Gabriel, Israel, it's like they're It's pretty close as it is. They kind of look similar. So you're like, I don't know. I don't really recall either one of them. Yeah. I just remember the last name.
0: When they're fighting next time, I'm not going to remember which one of the two did the flying knee. If (laughs) they keep
1: doing the same thing and winning like this, you're just going to be like, I don't know, the Bonfemes.
0: I just remember the one guy, as it turned out, when I just looked at it was uh, Gabriel, was the one that was being uh, in the triangle choke. And they are like, oh, he's choking him out. He's getting choked out. And he was the one that had the shoulder choke
1: that's the whole right. time, so... That's why... Dude, that's also another reason why I don't recall, because it was so quick. These things... it's happened so fast, you're like, I don't know, I think he was on the contender series, maybe.
0: Yeah. Oh, these silly-ass announcers were acting like he was getting choked out. But anyway.
1: That's... He had the shoulder press or whatever on his throat. <laughs> Got him. Ooh.
0: Yeah, that was a quick, uh, extremely quick guillotine choke. And like you said, he had to outdo his brother, I guess.
1: Yeah, I felt like he... There was no outdoing that. So. Yeah, he... he... Somehow in his head knew how long he had been in there because when he went for this finish, you could see in his face that he was planning to do it. You could tell it was going. He wasn't letting it go. It was done for uh, the next surprising one, though. Well, actually, the next two are pretty damn surprising uh, because this Costa do was so inspired by Scott Jorgensen. But boy, did he look dirty. Um <laughs> oh, he can't do anything about that, but he looked dirty. He was much worse than Jorgensen. I could see why. Anyways, shout out to Scott um Tiago Moises came in and put this fucking kid away we'll probably never see him again next fight we should <laughs> <Christ. laughs> got anything for him
0: I was just gonna say say he showed off all areas of expertise in that he he stayed on him kept on pressure showed a grappling off he had some ground and pound I mean, he was on, just better uh, no. everywhere uh Moises
1: yeah I'm just being clear that it wasn't the kid with the skin condition <laughs> Now he got him turns out of there out, as
0: quick as he could.
1: Turns out Scott Jorgensen as your hero doesn't really get you too far. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> it got him far. You got to fight your eye favor. Um, Gregory Rodriguez, me. man. Oof. RoboCop.
0: Holy shit, man. This shocked the hell out of me.
1: Absolutely. What I mean, we've seen it done to him before. We can't, we can't say yeah, what that We've from, seen him he,
0: withstand a bunch of shit too though.
1: It was so nasty. <laughs> this is a great card. This was honestly one of the better cards in the last few weeks, even though we haven't had very many. This was probably the top one. Uh and we gave it a lot of shit, being a pay-per-view, even. You know, there's a lot of fights on here that didn't make sense, but I think it they sold. You know, it did well. Great fight. Uh surprising some of these guys that won came out of nowhere. And that's what I like. Because truthfully, dude, and I think we both know this, that's the only way you're gonna get ahead. You can't come on these pay-per-views and get a decision. You can't. I don't care if you're the fucking main event, co-main event. Mm-hmm. You can't get a decision. You have to make the, make it worth it for the money. You want these motherfuckers to come back and pay $80? This yes. has to happen. You have to get knockouts. You have to get finishes. You have to get people celebrating. Controversy. You know what I mean? Make it provocative, baby. Sell the shit. Mm-hmm. And this was a great one.
0: I I was stunned. I You know... Like, you know, we've seen him get hit. Jordan Williams hit him. Uh, but, yeah, man, I we've seen him lately get hit, bleeding all out and back up, ready to go. So this
1: yeah, I was mean, shocked he was I, put away. Let's give our credit to uh, Fajara here.
0: What a big <laughs> fucking left hand. Just straight left.
1: Absolutely. That's impressive. But who's he got next? Because Rodriguez is kind of right there in the middle ground. You know what I mean? Kind of right in the middle. I don't think he's really going to get to the top ten. But he's, he's a good guy to see these guys' face. He's a hard guy to take out. And when you see this happen, is what we talk about all the time, this is more impressive than Bruno going in there and beating him up for three rounds. Yeah, yeah. He's nothing. Sure. He went in there and put this man away. He said, now that says, here's three other fights to choose from, dude. You get a choice now. <laughs> Who do you want? We're not putting you against anybody. You make the choice. Um, I just want to give a shout out to Shogun Hua, man. We got a we got yeah. some retirements and some moving ups and all this shit that happened within this card. Shogun's a fucking a master, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, I give him a lot of shit because of his recent how his career has been recently going. But that's how they always end. It's got to yeah, end sooner yeah, than that, man. No, you got to no. get out before that. Um, he was one of the guys in the early days that really made made all of us a fan. It was easy to enjoy Shogun. Mm -hmm. It was easy to enjoy his brother. You know, from the Pride days, these kids came out and and they really brought the versatility. If I could say that, right? They had striking. They had ground. He was one of the best dudes at the stomp, man. Fucking just a phenomenal fighter all over the place. And a name like Shogun Hua, you're like, what the? what is this? Does he talk? Does he speak? Or does he just train all the time? That's it? That's it? Mm -hmm. Speaking of RoboCop, right? Um... But yeah, he went in there, man. He lost. And it was what we expected. I, none of us were surprised. I don't mm-hmm. think Shogun was even surprised. But it's not the way you want to go out, right? Yeah. You want to go yeah. out with the win, but also they put maybe that lights another fire under your ass and you want to keep going and then it just makes it worse. <laughs> Who cares? The fight game's tough, man. You just hope in the end that if Shogun ever did speak, that he can still continue to speak. You know what I mean? That this shit doesn't affect him and he continues to live a, a good life, man. Who... Who of us would be upset if they went to a they panned a camera to fucking Shogun in a fucking nice dress shirt in the in the audience watching the fights? We'd all we'd all give him a round of applause, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, yeah. The guy's yeah. a champion. You know what I mean? He's a, he's a pillar of the sport. Mm-hmm. But uh, I will say, I fought him recently on the UFC game, and I think I knocked him out in eight seconds. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I had to know. take the fight, man. He was forty-eight. Was he's over the
0: hill, man. He's over the hill, and this young guy, this young cat. I don't know how much we're going to be seeing this guy either because this eye <laughs> whore guy, you know, he he could have made a name for himself if he would have knocked out Shogun in a couple of seconds, even though Shogun's old. But yeah. struggling with him at first and then just letting Shogun tire out, then, you know, the guy gets tired after about two minutes. So fast. <laughs> then, All of them
1: do. The older guys get tired so fast. <laughs> he's He
0: comes in with a ball of energy. And anyway, this guy didn't look that impressive to me.
1: And then there's other fighters speaking of oh man, what's his name? Tanner Bowser. Right? I remember him. Okay, mullet headed fuck.
0: He's still around, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, right he
1: now. talked some shit on Twitter to Ihor <laughs> because he disrespected Shogun by doing some crazy dance or whatever afterwards. He over celebrated and Tanner called him a fucking dickhead. <laughs> yeah, so I imagine shit? Sam, and this is just me. I imagine that's his next fight.
0: Yes. Yeah, you know trying to set itself up for a fight but I mean who this guy so he's you know he saw this guy easy picking so he's like you know what let me let me uh see something he did wrong because he wasn't that impressive yes he he did have a TKO against Shogun but you know Shogun's four minutes into the fight Shogun's dead anyone's gonna <laughs> knock him out the guy's yeah. ready to take a nap he's got the pillow out he's ready to go to sleep so yeah. but uh yeah this guy he's like you know what damn I want to fight this guy he didn't do much at all then I can you know, say I beat a guy that just knocked out Shogun. <laughs> but yeah,
1: <anyway. laughs> and it looks good on the paper, like I said. Yeah. You know fights, you're like, he was done three fights ago. <laughs> they brought a dude, they brought him in there on a fucking wheelchair. Yeah. And they him in the on weakened a
0: Bernie's fucking walking him in there.
1: You know, this is a thing I always wondered too about the UFC specifically, is how does the paycheck go? Right? So there's the bonus checks and all this stuff that you get. What does that mean? Does that mean after I fight, I get my paycheck. Before I leave the building, or does that mean I wait till it's mailed to me? I don't know. I don't know. Because you you would hope that you you would get it before you leave the building, and you would know if you got any kind of bonus. Or do they give you give the flat rate of whatever you were gonna make, and then send the bonus over a week later, if you got that's one? A, that's
0: a good question. I have no idea who would you answer. Know, if that. I got
1: my ass kicked like Shogun and I walked out with 15 grand, I'd be like, let's swing by the hospital. <laughs> Of course, <laughs> and then we're gonna party, boys. Let's you know what I mean. Like, that's you. I don't think you'd ever be mad, dude. I don't, no matter Terence uh, Terrence McKinney didn't come out pissed mm. off because he got a huge paycheck, it had yeah. to be nice. I, I, I envision him giving
0: you one of those checks like the price is right when i walk around. The, the bond themes got tall. the prices right
1: check. What yeah. you talking about? They yeah. walked out with two of those boys and went and bought new cars and a house. They both got bonuses guaranteed. Submission oh. ko.
0: The crazy thing is only one of them got one really <laughs> yeah really ismail ismail uh performance it has, that night. was for ko Him then and Jelton right? almeida
1: Jelton got knockout
0: no, no they they no longer do the knockout and submission
1: oh that's stupid yeah
0: well they were having a lot of cards in a row that was like nobody was getting even fucking knocked out so but uh yeah i, they I don't, don't know why really they, they have their performance that's of the night they step. just pick a couple people and then fight it a night no matter if you win or lose, and that was Jamal Hill, Clover
1: Texas. Fight of the night's the bad boy though. Right? That's the big boy, huh?
0: Yeah. Well they gotta have that in that way they guarantee Michael Chandler gets a gets a bonus because it Oh That's my hilarious. god, that was he a was great to walk fight. out with
1: twelve hundred dollars. Paul Craig been calling me out quite a bit on the UFC game. Won't take that fight because it's <laughs> the fucking <basketball>. Paul. <laughs> Man, I was wrong
0: about this one. I, I was totally fucking wrong.
1: We both were completely. Johnny Walker was surprised by it. Johnny
0: Walker has been so bad, so bad lately. Terrible.
1: You know, absolute, absolute vaping,
0: and then just all of a sudden you're a much better athlete because you stop vaping. I mean, ah.
1: come on, come on. One
0: point that's... he had lost four of his, uh, four out of five. I mean, he just looked fucking terrible.
1: Well, you know, I hope that that's the case because there's like six fighters I can think of that I, I just wish that that it's just a vape problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cody Garbrandt, are you vaping? What's going on? <laughs> Yeah, That's John kind of Jones. Are, they're he trying to in. give
0: john jones polter parker and he's like wait a minute i quit vaping a couple weeks ago oh, <laughs> oh Rom, shit is for you shit okay.
1: i'm gonna have to train extra hard i'm gonna need it two more weeks fellas then. i'm gonna miss weight uh yeah johnny Dude. walker against paul craig it was a stupid move on his part paul was always gonna look for the, the takedown and he fucked up and he committed to it too much you commit to it too much yakare Souza, you're gonna get yeah. yourself in trouble this is, a, this is a different fight game than what you fucking are used to, man. These dudes are so versatile. The balance game alone that these dudes have on one leg is insane. And somebody who dances like fucking Johnny Walker, you think he can't stand on one leg for a while? You got to commit. Trip the back leg and take the first two punches. Fine. I mean, we have seen him do the worm. So we... <laughs> do something, man. You know what I mean? Like, Paul Craig got himself stuck in a position that that's day one shit. You know what I mean? That's fighting one-on-one. Hey, man, he's going to punch you a lot or just kick you with the other leg. You know what I mean? Is he Joaquin Buckley or is he Johnny Walker? We got to figure this out. What I'm saying is Paul Craig put himself in a position to be embarrassed now.
0: Yeah, I don't get it. He
1: cause... was the – he, I, mean... I guarantee you, was the money favorite. And he was oh, on the higher yeah, – he was going up. Yeah. Johnny Walker was on the way down. At the same and... time
0: Johnny Walker lost four of his last five, Paul Craig and <laughs> – had won his last five, so... Yeah.
1: Paul Craig took this fight like, this is an easy one. For sure he signed the contract knowing, this is an easy one.
0: <laughs> so a, Paul Craig has a knockout win over Jamal Hill. So,
1: Yeah. Wow. wow. Hashtag embarrassed. Even more. <laughs> uh, somebody wrote on Twitter, and I thought this was very funny about the next fight. Lauren Murphy versus Jessica Andrade. Uh, somebody wrote on Twitter
0: pitiful uh,
1: lauren murphy overcame a heroin but she couldn't overcome just <laughs>
0: <laughs> heroin don't hit her oh, that fucking hard
1: fucking perfect oh. dude. it was beautiful it was everything we've all been thinking i mean let's it be honest ridiculous. it so was ridiculous everyone
0: dude. knew what was gonna happen at watch his fights it
1: was, it was a mean, clinic <laughs> a fucking clinic yeah. the only thing that you could say about lauren murphy is that bitch can take a shot that's it. And she could get punched and el- and she looks so phased, but also not phased at all. You know what I mean? Like that in-between of like, are you all right? It's
0: like the dude with You're the pink right. hair. So just-
1: <laughs> it was insane. Just gone drives is a problem, dude. I hate that she isn't running the division as it is. That is a woman that I would be afraid of. If I was another woman coming up in the division, I'd be like, that's the champ. Oh, for sure. oh cool. She looks like Cyborg's little sister. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Never mind me. I wanted to mention one more little thing about the slap fighting. <laughs>
1: okay, can you remember three letters for me? M, P. Go ahead. M-P. Go
0: ahead. What? Oh, three letters M, P. <laughs> anyway, I already fucking didn't remember. Um, no, they flip a coin to see who goes first, and uh, some motherfucker, uh, said he wanted to, he'd go second. He elected to uh, receive the slap, and he got knocked out immediately. So. <laughs> <laughs> i I, I forgot to bring that up
1: like that i like that though so i I spoke a little bit about those youtube channels doing mma documentaries i found myself watching the jorge masvidal one which is super long uh kimbo slice but then i watched before either one of those i watched mvp okay that's michael venom page if you guys aren't aware he's essentially bellator that's it He's just believed. Yeah. He is the he is that organization. Scott Coker won't get rid of this dude. Even if, if, if he did a John Jones thing, he would fight me. the next day. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's his guy. Uh, Michael Venom Page is one of the scariest dudes I've ever seen fight. Because of that knee that he landed on uh, Cristiano. Oof. Bro, I forgot all about that. Oh, I forgot no. about it. And dented then when I watched the documentary I the like, oh, city, dude, he quit. <laughs> he stopped what was, was like section. not a, he couldn't
0: fly or any fucking thing. He was like, bro.
1: and the what's so crazy is when you watch the up. replay of the fight and it hit you. He grabs the back of his head when he's down on the ground, like he's he's getting arrested. You know what <laughs> I mean? Grabs the back of his head, and then you see it's dented, bro, dented the motherfucker's forehead. Yeah. Never have I seen this before ever. The, that is the most disgusting injury I've ever seen in fighting. Ever. And we've seen fucking Tim Sylvia's arm get snapped by Frank Mir. You know what I mean? Where the the bones like sticking out. He's like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) Like That face they make too when they look at it. You're like, you don't feel it yet. There's no feeling still. You just got to observe it. But Michael Venom Page has this different thing about him that makes him so fun to watch. I could never, I never hated the guy. Whereas guys that try to put on that showboating act, that fucking point at you, dance and shit. It bothers me in the UFC. I'm Bellator. very entertained oh, by
0: Michael Venom, the MVP.
1: God, boy, this kid is insane. Absolutely. It was fascinating to watch. And it brought me back to Brendan Schaub's, uh, fight career when he took on cyborg, the male cyborg. And it was just a jujitsu match. And all he did was stay away from him. He wouldn't even let him grapple with him. And then, then Brendan talked it up afterwards. He's like, that was a perfect game plan. I did exactly what well. <laughs> you're like. What, not engaging at all? Yeah. Uh, it just reminded me because I brought up Cyborg there. Yeah. And it made me... It, my brain connections are very strange from Cyborg to Michael Venom Page. I will I tell you, understand. I've said before,
0: I'd rather fight the male version of Cyborg than the female version. Really? Yeah. If I had to fight... I guess that's, that's true, yeah. She's fucking scary.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all right, so we got some classics here. We got a classic right, with Neil on. Magny versus Gilbert Burns. Ended quickly. You know, very I kind quickly. of... Felt that it could go that way. We both kind of said these things, and this is just a good matchup. These guys are both very versed in both things. Uh, we both probably leaned a little more towards a Gilbert Burns knockout, but this just goes to show how talented the kid is on the ground. He's It remains to be seen that he, he's a problem for anybody in the top five.
0: Yeah, he's kind of, uh, what you say? I mean, we knew, like you said, we knew Gilbert Burns was going to win this fight. I mean, come- Neil and Magney he, he is can be dangerous, but this this gives Gilbert Burns a platform to come back after that uh, embarrassment from Kamzat, after that yeah. fight because of course. So this, this is, not, uh, and truth yeah.
1: be told, it wasn't as bad as we remember <laughs> it. It was a it was a decent enough fight that he lasted in there with Kamzat longer than anybody else.
0: Yeah, you know that's I mean? true. Got to give credit
1: there. We kind of expected Kamzat to move up the way that he has. What we should be disappointed in is the fact that Burns hasn't been as consistent as he should be. Him being this good in both assets, having the heavy hands, having the grappling, he should be running through these kids. He's well-built. He's very fast. It's just you make a mistake, man. It's a fight game. Neil Magny was a good test for him again. You know, let's see him get somebody else. Who's up there at the 170s right now around where he's at? Uh, me... We got Kamaru Usman taking on well, see, Leon. Get to the, the belt.
0: below Muhammad Day. Colby Covington.
1: Oh, I like that. I like Colby versus Gilbert. I do, but there's also Camzat versus Gilbert, or not Gilbert, uh, Colby, which could be very interesting. Yeah, that
0: could be interesting.
1: The problem is though, is Camzat's never making weight.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's a me- fucking problem,
1: man. This is a problem. It messes with his record. <laughs> like, no matter how much he you wins, you're like, but you're winning inconsistently in different mm-hmm. weight classes.
0: Yeah, and, and then like, you know, with him and Burns. You know, this was a it was a last minute
1: change. Yeah. You know. You, Guess what's we'll see. This advantage kind of open there, oh. it, and the reason I say it's open is because the champ just changed, and it's probably going to change again. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Dude, I watched that. that too when Leon won, and uh, it was a video of Henry Cejudo being filmed talking to Ali, which is like all of their managers. Hmm. He's like Kamaru's manager, Khabib's manager. He's the Aww. he's the bald guy in the suit that's kind of buff. It's always in the cage when these dudes win. Okay. Uh, so, Saudo so said to him, he like tapped him on the shoulder. He's like, "Hey, easy money, easy money, Ali, right?" And like forty seconds goes by, and Kamaru gets to put to sleep, and Saudo's <laughs> so just like this, <laughs> just fucking <laughs> mouth open. You're like, Speaking all of us were, boy. I'm telling you, that was wild.
0: <laughs> My son was going to the DVR right um, before he started watching the slap fights on TV, and it's. Uh... The name that tune is recorded. And fucking Tyrone Woodley's on there. It's a celebrity <laughs> version. So I'll be watching that when I leave here. Uh, I watch a long one
1: on his ass too, man. Why he's like the most hated. And it's because of the way he talked. It isn't even his fighting. It's more of the, his personality. He sucks uh-huh. as, a, as a person. He's not a good guy. Not a good guy. Shit human being. Fucking, he's got a weird mouth too. Thank <laughs> God he grew that beard out. Because that's a, that's a no chin a motherfucker for sure. He's got a duck face. Not even trying, uh, oh, ugly, bro.
0: Let's get this. Brandon Moreno, uh, versus uh, getting his belt back against Figueredo, uh, yeah, dude. He got fucking takedowns at <laughs> will anytime he wanted. Fucking, just, I don't know. I mean, what, why was this so much more one sided than their previous fights where it seemed like Figueredo could at least stop some takedowns? This,
1: what, I something happened between them fighting. That changed Figueroa because he was a guy to be feared. (laughs) They were scared of him, dude, because he was putting you away. It wasn't a fight. He was fucking you up. And then Moreno gets in there and he's like a kid, babyface Mm. assassin. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He does work to this man. And that's got to put you in a different headspace. So you got to push him to 35. Get out. Go handle that. Speaking of that, we have the not the unification per se, but it's like belt versus belt. Islam Makachev versus Volkanovsky,
0: mm.
1: too soon. <laughs> it's too soon for Islam. You just got it.
0: You just got it. Yeah.
1: Fight one other person. Yeah, but I'll tell who you, you what, thing?
0: if Islam uh, fucks them up, then who the hell is going to want to fight Islam? Nobody wanted to fight the guy anyway.
1: Gaethje <laughs> He's the only one, man. Yeah. He's the only one that's never said he doesn't want to fight someone. Mm. <laughs> At 55? <55, laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of guys below the top 15 that are fucking. I'll take him on. Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, sure,
1: sure. Sure, Michael Johnson. Sure, mm. <laughs> we'll get you in there right away. I know he's uh, 30, 45, or now or some shit. But nonetheless, that it's a little ridiculous for them to do that. Volkanovski coming 255 makes it si- makes it seem as if there's no other 55ers that can challenge Islam, and that's horseshit. Dustin Poirier, right? Michael Chandler, did he do that already? Nope. Charles Oliveira lost the belt to him. Why don't they run that shit back? Yeah. Why is it only okay when it's Leon Edwards and Kamaru Usman? Why is it only okay when it's Figueroa versus uh, Brandon Moreno? Yeah, they can't they, run it. They got to move a, a back on. Back immediately.
0: No one wants to it's see aggressive. that again. Goddamn.
1: That's the that's the political part about this fucking sport that people don't realize when they hear us talk about it. We're not fucking experts, but we're bright enough to see through the fucking lines. That it's clearly not based on the number one contender. It's clearly not based on the top ten. It's whoever sells fucking pay per views, dude. Period. We made that. I made that whole thing in the last episode about Mighty Mouse Johnson, right? It's about pay per views. P- Patty Pimblett will get a fucking title shot probably before Sean O'Malley because he's going to sell more, sell faster, and he's not. He's not better no you see that's the part that's annoying about this game it'll never because guys like colby covington should have been more revered before he had to start being a dickhead because of how good he was as a fighter they um start talking uh, now he gets a title shot yeah
0: well this kind of sets up um pantoja versus moreno because they can build up luckily for them alexander uh pantoja is on a three-fight win streak and they could just build it up as because he does have a win back in 2018 over Moreno. Right. So they, they you know, they could they could try to Oh yeah, he beat him back in 2018. Yada, yeah, but yada, yada. Moreno yada, can make
1: an argument you know? like, "Oh, I want to fight a new guy, yeah, someone I haven't seen before." But, I, mean, you they, know what they, I mean, they they if can he build wants to be all that. kind of, of, that. of champion. Yeah. Cuz that's a Let's see, let's think real quick. Out of all the champions, I would imagine Moreno probably has the most people behind him. Because he's like the first Mexican born champion, Mexico born champion, right? So you got all Mexico behind this kid, man, for sure. Is anybody else like that in the UFC right now? Is all of Brazil with Nunes? <laughs> right? No. Connor had a nation behind him. That's what will that's why that's what'll put these guys in commercials and shit, right? And it's, I guess I would say it's a little bit easier if you are marketable from another country. Like, oh shit. This guy's got all of China behind him, let's go. You know, that's huge. You're you're doubling your market size. You're opening up for pay-per-view buys because of another country is inter- interested in it, you know? Mm-hmm. That's why they did this shit in Brazil. Yeah, and nobody oh, yeah. gave a fuck about Glover Teixeira. At all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they didn't care, but uh, Glover Teixeira went 5 rounds with Jamal Hill, got the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> yeah. But I also still I don't feel anything special about Jamal Hill. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of fighters that are talking him up and saying that he's going to be a long-reigning champion. And I just, I, it's hard for me to believe yet. He's done nothing to really convince me. I've seen this before, right? We've seen this guy before he comes in, sleeps the first six opponents. You know what I mean? Impressively, of course, but it's so much more than that to be a champion. Get ready. You're so busy now. (laughs) Like You're so busy, dude. And you got to train.
0: I was going to say when this fight happened and we saw, you know, um, Glover come in there and try to take Hill down and Hill stuffed it like very early a couple of times and you know that was pretty much that was done doing there when so so some...
1: He knew he had to stand.
0: <laughs> he had to stand yeah. and it did not work out for him. And he did get him back down again, what, round five, and it got easily reversed. I mean he was out of gas by then.
1: Absolutely. And surprisingly, Glover being as old as he is, he's one of the few that can he lasted five rounds. He went all five. I mean, he got beat up. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure he retired. It was the last one for him. Uh, it's, to me, it's still open, man. It's still, I mean, you think Jamal Hill's got a real shot against Yuri Prashaka? What Whatever the fucking guy's name is with the <laughs> weird, weird haircut? He's going to beat him. Well, He's going to remain champion against him. I will Alexander say, man, Racken, if, if like Paul said,
0: Craig had won his fight. That you know they could have built that up. That he's already got a loss to Paul Craig. Yeah. That's the only guy he's ever lost to was Paul Craig.
1: And Paul Craig's, I think, the only Scottish but, fighter.
0: But then Paul Craig lost to Johnny yeah. Walker, who Jamal Hill beat Johnny the shit Johnny Walker out
1: of gets a title shot. <laughs> and, well, Johnny Walker,
0: yeah, he beat. He, you can't give him one. Johnny uh, Jamal Hill just beat him up in two minutes.
1: Yeah, beat yeah, the shit that's out true. of him.
0: So that would have worked out perfect. It would him versus Paul Walker. Yep. Uh, Paul, what a great storyline. Paul Walker. Oh, hey. And the guy from the goddamn Fast and Furious. Too late for him. He's past his shot. But Paul Craig. But anyway.
1: But weren't we talking in the last here. episode a little bit, or a couple episodes ago, about the WWE being sold?
0: They're not sold yet. They're uh, they're working on getting I think it they are. it, supposedly.
1: Like two days ago or some shit, they actually bought it out. I'm almost positive. I was listening to a podcast, and this dude, uh, Dan Soder, he's a big wrestling fan. Hmm. He was talking about how he sold it to the Saudis. And he was saying something. It was very funny, of course, the way that he put it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, what does this do now? You know, is yeah. this better? It, is this worse? Is there's it a rumor mo-?
0: going around about that, but.
1: Uh, I'm telling you, Google it right yeah. now, Sam. Yeah, live yeah. on the show. See what it right. says.
0: Well, yeah, I, I know there was a rumor going around about it. And then it got denied. They were denying it because it was so fast. It was like. Oh, it's and also, well, like, why
1: would they, too? Uh, I think we talked about this. It was like, what? what would be the point? Right, I think. I mean, I know one, they uh, love that shit over there. They fucking love it. Oh yeah, they it.
0: they love it. They pay them millions right. of dollars to go over yeah, there like, once yeah, a year, Yeah,
1: do private matches for them and shit. You're yeah, like, all right. Yeah.
0: Can't have the women. So yeah, yeah. Here it. that was that was, right. that that was the joke he up, made,
1: Sam. That was the joke he made. Bleacher he was, Report, like, WWE
0: doesn't have deal to sell to Saudi. Since okay. deleted tweet. So some guy from the zone is the one that started this shit. Some dude wow. from that the zone app tweeted out that it was sold to the Saudis. And he had to fucking delete his, his tweet because he's an idiot, and it's yeah that got the world talking.
1: But that was uh, quick too.
0: The, the number one, the, the rumored people that buy it is is fucking Xfinity, Comcast. Is it would have who to knows be. who knows what's going to. I happen also think,
1: to it. and also why what what would be the point in getting a rid rid of it when it's such a family sort of oriented company? Yeah, you give it well, to your son, your daughter, and shit. Right, man. I
0: don't know what the fuck is going on with that family, but Vince. First, he had to step away, he resigned, because of all the all the uh, uh, allegations, sexual yeah, abuse. Yeah. And then his daughter, Stephanie, took over. Then he's, next thing you know, he's back on the board, voted chairman of the board, and she's gone. She's out. So, I don't know. And then his son quit a long time ago. So. You
1: know, at a certain point, Sam, you have to think all of this shit's fake. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's start having fights with the family against each other. All right.
1: Well, I mean, the Cody Rhodes thing coming back over from AEW and shit like that. Like, you're just sparking. A, you're placing these these little. Think about how long Vince McMahon has been doing this shit. You think he hasn't figured out how to keep himself relevant? <laughs> right?
0: I think I got to himself pussy. at one point, right?
1: Good <laughs> like, What the fuck? It's always... <laughs> got blew up in a limo and shit. We got you, Vince. And then he's the guy that you think is still alive after he's dead. For sure. He's the next one everybody's gonna believe Vince McMahon is dead once he dies they're gonna believe he's still alive once he's actually dead he's gonna be like Elvis nah Vince is still out up. there fucking you know signing farm boys and overalls to be the next big thing
0: oh man let's get out of yeah. here
1: <laughs> alright guys Instagram Here's some news all oh go
0: go check out this YouTube channel looking uh, big premiere yeah. big
1: premiere midnight big premier coming out all that stuff Patreon but most importantly we're trying to get the numbers up over here Tell your fucking friends Tell your grandma Tell your grandpa Be like it's called a podcast yeah. Alright You can no get it on Spotify to We're you gonna know, have to just Logan? go
0: on YouTube Live our video of us Just talking shit about Brandon Schaub And That's the only way to get people over here Oh uh,
1: man they would think That that's all we talk about We just <laughs> We couldn't refuse them yeah.
0: Well it sounds <laughs> like That's all that uh, people want fucking, I'm, I'm telling you part.
1: We'll find out <laughs> We're putting the We're putting an experiment together oh, now yeah. <laughs> Got right, a few buddy. hours
0: Peace everybody